Do you have guests coming to visit you this Christmas? And are you worried about how to manage with your dog? Do they get really excited or a little bit anxious? In this episode, we're going to be talking about some tips for your dog, but also, most importantly, some tips for managing those pesky guests. So if that's something you need help with, then I will see you in there. Parenting your much-loved dog is a relationship like no other. Our dogs are individuals and there is no one-size-fits-all when it comes to training. Hi, I'm Dr Holly Tett, professional dog trainer and clinical psychologist, and each week on Letters from Your Dog, we'll look at understanding specific dog training questions and struggles from your dog's point of view. Thanks for being here. Let's get to the episode. Hello and welcome back to Letters from Your Dog. If you're new, I'm Holly and today we're going to be talking about guests and dogs at Christmas. (laughs) Very topical right now. Or even if you don't celebrate Christmas, if you're having guests around at this time of year or any other, I'm going to give you my five top tips for your dog and then my five top tips for you and your guest. Because I think often we put a lot of kind of onus on needing to manage the dog and control the dog and make sure the dog isn't too excited and overwhelming. But actually, the more people I speak to, sometimes it's the guests that need a little bit more management. Because let's face it, if they're coming into your home, that's your dog's home too. (laughs) So they need a little bit of management as well sometimes. And it's about how we communicate that to them. Because I think sometimes you feel like you've made it so clear please don't don't stroke him when he's jumping up for example if that's the rule in your house um but your guest just kind of ignores you and you think what did I just say (laughs) so today we're going to be thinking about how to manage your guests a little bit I don't know about you but maybe Christmas has really crept up on you like it has for me all of a sudden you turn around we've got a week to go and maybe you're meant to do a load of calmness training with your dog throughout the year and you just didn't quite get to it or perhaps you have done loads but your dog's still got a little way to go we've been doing a calm dog for Christmas challenge in canine connection which is my training membership um online and a lot of dogs have made a lot of progress but a lot of dogs have still got some way to go and that's usually just because the things that we're working on are really ingrained behaviours, things that your dogs have done for years, (laughs) whether that is jumping up at guests or feeling very overwhelmed and very overstimulated when people come by. And of course, it has been compounded by the last couple of years with COVID when we haven't had as many guests as we might have had normally. I know one of my little dogs has really struggled with excitement when people come round recently because it's all new to her. So we're going to start off by thinking about your dog, the most important one in all of this, of course. Um, Now, these five tips are not groundbreaking. They're nothing that's going to make you go, oh my gosh, Holly, I never thought of that. But it's just five things to keep in mind to make sure that you're kind of rotating them through the day for however long you have your guests for. So if you have your guests for the day, if you have your guests for the week, if you have a guest for even longer, you're much braver than I am. (laughs) But just make sure that you are doing at least these five things just to help your dog feel a little bit more comfortable. So the first one is an obvious one and that is exercise. So make sure that your dog is getting age appropriate exercise throughout this festive season. I do not subscribe to the um, adage that a tired dog is a good dog. I think often our dogs are overtired when we say that and we're not actually doing them any favours at all. So I don't mean go and run your dog ragged because actually what might happen then is that 
huge shot of adrenaline and cortisol that they've had from running for four miles, for example, coupled with people arriving might make things even more difficult. But just make sure they have had a sufficient amount of exercise. And if you are anything like me, you might use it as a nice excuse to pop out again. So maybe they've had a little walk in the morning and then, oh, I'm just going to take the dog for a little walk and also get a break myself from the children. Um, And then they've got a little bit of exercise in the evening as well. So that's really important. The second one is calming mental activities. So often we'll hear the phrase mental stimulation. That's something we hear quite often. I would rather think of it as mental calming in this situation. So if you have got a dog that goes wild with a Kong and chucks it against the wall and desperately tries to get all the bits out, I probably wouldn't choose a Kong for that dog. I've got um, several dogs. Um, Licky mats are all treated differently for all of them. So my Pyrenean will happily lick a Licky mat for 25 minutes, nice and methodically and slowly. And she has a wonderful time and it's very calming for her. One of my other dogs picks up and shakes it. So you really want to consider what is mentally calming rather than mentally stimulating for your dog. So they've got a little bit of a calm release and that could be sniffing, that could be licking, that could be chewing. It could be whatever works for your dog. But make sure you've just prepped that in advance because if you're rushing around making dinner and giving people drinks and talking to people and all that kind of thing, you might forget. So if you can stuff some things ready, prepared, put them in the freezer for your dog, it's going to last them even longer that way. So that's a really nice one to remember as well the third one is a containment or safe area but one that your dog can manage so this is an area where your dog can go to relax and it's guaranteed they're not going to be bothered I would even put a sign on it so if you're using a crate a pen another room an area of a room the garden put a little note on there that says yeah I'm I'm having my private time right now please don't stroke me please don't call me so it's just an opportunity for your dog to have a little kind of safe zone basically Now, I say that they can manage, this is really key. So it's not about putting your dog in a crate and letting them scream and shout because they're desperate to come out. That's not what I would consider a safe zone for that dog emotionally or physically sometimes. So it's something that you've practiced and actually you've got a week now. So if you wanna have a little practice of making a little safe place in the living room or another space where your dog can go just to relax with a chew or that Kong, for example, something like that, then that's a really nice one as well, just to give them a little bit of a break. And the last one, controversial. Should we just write the day off? Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that if your dog is absolutely wildly overexcited, you might try all of these things and they might not work. I'm going to give you an example. So a few years ago, I was at a local kind of community fair, I guess. I had a stall for my business. And one of my customers came up and she got a brand new puppy. Um, I think he was probably only about 12 or 14 weeks, something like that, a little Labrador. And he was so excited. There were dogs, there were children, there was noise, clowns, balloons, music, whatever. And he was really pulling, like really pulling this way, that way, desperately trying to see everything. And she came up to me and she said, Holly, what do I do? How do I get him to walk nicely right now? And I said, look, you can't. (laughs) It's a write-off. Currently, that dog's level of education, his age, his ability to be able to listen to you in this environment is just non-existent. So you've got two choices. remove the dog from the environment you put in the work and you try and come back somewhere like this a little bit later or actually you just you just you just write it off you have a little explore you let him pull you and that's that 
And that might be what you have to do, depending on your setup and your guests and who you've got. You might just have to say, look, my dog's going to be running around stealing things like a lunatic today and there's not a lot I can do. So if you get to that point, don't feel bad on yourself. Just know that you've got a whole year to get yourself ready for next time. Okay, so let's move on to the guests now. And this is actually... um, the more important part I think because this is something that a lot of us find really tricky lots of people have said to me how do I manage my guests so the first thing I would invite you to do is come at it with an air of compassion because I know it's frustrating when you have asked someone to do very something very specific when they greet your dog and they just seemingly completely ignore you the thing is it's easy for you You live with your dog every day. Maybe you train your dog every day. You know what you mean when you say, let's say, for example, um, let's say you're greeting your dog and you say, oh, can you get down nice and low on the ground so you can stroke him on his chest where he feels more comfortable rather than towering over him? To you, that makes sense. To me, that makes sense. But to someone else that's not familiar, they don't really get it. Like, how low do I go? Do I crouch on the ground? Do I come in sideways? Like, it's obvious to you but it may not be obvious to them so have a little bit of compassion first and foremost secondly it goes hand in hand with that do a demonstration so can you say look this is what I want you to do and you don't have to demo with the dog you could use a chair in the garden before they come in the house for example so look just get it nice and low like this just stroke him here and then move away for example so actually showing people can be really helpful um, we all learn differently some of us listen to words some of us prefer to watch um, I'm a bit of both but I think whenever I'm learning something new actually being shown how to do it is really helpful and if it goes wrong don't worry I'll just take a step back for me a second this is what I mean show them again and then ask them to do it again now I know not everyone will cooperate with this I do understand that but if you've got someone who's willing to give it a go then a little visual demonstration can be really really helpful okay the third one and I've, I've done this to good effect is giving your guests a note from your dog So when they arrive, before they come in the house or if they're in the porch or something like that, give them a little handwritten note with paw print on it from your dog saying something along the lines of, hey, my name's Bob. I find it really exciting when people come to the house, but mum's trying to help me to be a bit calmer. So please could you do this when you come through the front door? For example, most people will find that funny or cute and they will try and do whatever it is that you are then moving on to demonstrating for them so that can be a nice idea as well I actually saw an an article once maybe this is where I got it from um it was about a couple that took two young babies on an airplane and they bought sweets for everyone on the flight with a note saying sorry we're gonna scream I hope you enjoy the sweets (laughs) so that is that kind of idea like getting injecting a little bit of humor in there can help people kind of soften a little bit and come around to your way of thinking okay penultimate one explain that it matters to you so chances are that most I say most (laughs) most people that come to visit you in the festive season care about you love you want to spend time with you and so if you explain to them this is really important to me this is something I'm really passionate about like I'm trying I'm really interested in training it really fascinates me and I really want to help my dog to feel calmer around guests so that when you come next year things will be much easier for, for my dog and for all of us so that's why I'm asking you to do x in search um behavior here (laughs) if you could help me out i'd really appreciate it that way people feel 
like they're doing you a favour, which always feels good for the most part. And it's less like you're telling them off because I think sometimes we come across as, you know, coming in the house and there's a million rules all for the dog and people are like, oh, for goodness sake, it's just a dog. Obviously, we don't subscribe to that that <laughs> train of thought here. But you can understand if you're not a dog person, you might be like, oh, my gosh, like there's so many rules that I've got to follow. So that can just help it to come across as, oh, actually, I'm helping my family or friend out um, rather than I'm being given a set of rules that I have to follow when I come and visit. And lastly, this is for the the person that has the joker. So for anyone who has someone that deliberately winds the dog up, so you've asked them to do whatever and they completely ignore you and that you've put all this work into not jumping up, for example, and they're encouraging the dog to put their paws on their chest and all this kind of thing. And you're like, oh, my goodness, (laughs) that for that person hold your ground. It's your house. It's your dog. And ultimately, it's your decision how you bring them up. So if they're jumping around, like leaping, I would say, I mean, make a joke out of it. But I'd write, get get on your naughty chair, get on your naughty chair to the human, not to the dog. (laughs) Or no pudding for you. Make it lighthearted, but just hold your ground and say, actually, no, we're not doing it that way. I like to leave my dog's harness um, and a short line, like wrap around the harness attached to them so that I can just lead them away. If the person's being a pain, (laughs) not the dog, I can just lead them away and say, actually, no, we're not playing that today. So that is my last tip for guests. So you've got five for dogs. You've got five for guests. I hope those have been helpful. I'd be really interested to know how you get on. So if you have a story to tell me about your dog or your guests at Christmas, jump into my private Facebook group, Pesky Pooch Dog Training Support, and let us know. Be really interested to see how you get on. Have a lovely Christmas and I'll speak to you soon. Take care. Stay with me if you have a new puppy in your life or maybe you have a new rehome dog. Starting in January, we have a free five-day puppy training challenge. It's an amazing way to get started with some brilliant training for your new dog and to help them to build a connection and a trusting relationship with you, all for free. So if you would like to join us, just click the link in the show notes and I will see you in there. Take care.